Open our eyes, dear Lord, that we may see the wonders of your word. Amen. Today we are in 2 Chronicles chapter 10. Here we will see how the nation of Israel was divided into two kingdoms. The northern kingdom Israel and the southern kingdom Judah. But I would like to label it a tale of two fools. From chapter 10 to chapter 36, Ezra the chronicler records all the 20 rulers of Judah, the southern kingdom. From 931 BC to 586 BC as you can see in the kings and prophets image that I have sent. The records of the Israeli rulers is not chronicled by Ezra. They were all lost forever and that is because of one of the fools we will see in this chapter. We start by reading in verse 1 that all of Israel had come to make Rehoboam the son of Solomon as king. Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines but then he had only one son to show for it all. What a pitiful thing it is. And this Rehoboam is the first fool in our tale today. In verse 2 we read of the second fool, Jeroboam. This Jeroboam became the first king of the northern kingdom Israel. We read about him in 1 Kings chapter 11. In 1 Kings chapter 11 verse 9 to 10 we see that the Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. Although he had forbidden Solomon to follow other gods, Solomon did not keep the Lord's command. So God told Solomon that he would remove the kingdom from him, but for the sake of David, he would not do so during Solomon's lifetime. Verse 28 tells us that the man Jeroboam was a mighty man of valor, and Solomon noticed that he was industrious and made him officer over all the labor force of the house of Joseph but then there was a prophet named Ahijah who met him when he was on the way out of Jerusalem this prophet Ahijah told Jeroboam thus says the Lord God of Israel behold i will tear the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon and will give 10 tribes to you He also gave him a great promise and in verse 38 if you will listen to all that i command you and will walk in my ways and do what is right in my eyes by keeping my statutes and my commandments as david my servant did i will be with you and will build you a sure house as i built for david and i will give israel to you Jeroboam had been promised great blessings and a continuing dynasty if only he would follow the Lord. However, Jeroboam did not obey the Lord. Instead, he had two golden calves made for the people to worship in the northern kingdom and he made priests and celebrations for them. This started the idolatry practice in the northern kingdom Israel. and it is often referred to as the sins of Jeroboam in many of the chapters in 1st and 2nd kings he was promised a great deal by the lord but then due to his foolishness 
he wasted it all and because of his foolish acts of making those two golden calves and starting the idolatry in israel the whole of israel fell into the sins of jeroboam and later on they were carried off in exile never to be returned back again so jeroboam is the first fool in our tale of two fools now in verse 3 of second chronicles chapter 10 we read jeroboam and all of israel came and spoke to rehoboam saying your father made our yoke heavy now therefore lighten the burdensome service of your father and his heavy yoke which he put on us and we will serve you rehoboam the son of solomon sent them away to come back after 3 days He then consulted the elders who stood before his father Solomon and asked for their advice. They told him saying that Rehoboam should show kindness and a servant's heart to the people of Israel because they knew that Rehoboam was not Solomon. Solomon was a man of elegance, a man of finesse who knew how to enchant and captivate and bewitch his audience and the people even though as we see in verse 2 that the whole of israel complained to rehoboam that he was probably a despot that is he was a ruler who held absolute power exercising it in a cruel and oppressive way you see solomon's building projects had been funded by heavy taxes and forced labor this made the people heavily against solomon but then they couldn't do anything about it during his lifetime at the beginning of rehoboam's reign he had a chance to demonstrate whether or not he would be like his father would he be wise as solomon had been when he began his rule at the very beginning or whether he would be harsh as solomon had become later in his rule rehoboam foolishly chose to opt for the second option he went and consulted his childhood friends ignoring the counsel of the elders this is called shopping for advices you see rehoboam already knew what he wanted to do but then he just wanted someone to say exactly what was in his heart elders did not say what he needed to hear so he chose his friends to give him the advice that he knew they would say because he grew up with them the same thing happens even today many people leave their churches when they find that they do not hear what they want to hear from the pulpit in some churches the whole congregation even change their pastors because they do not hear what they would like to hear many christians open up the bible to read what they want to read they do not want to hear the complete word of god in fact paul advised timothy this is exactly what would happen he was advising timothy to preach the word of god and to be prepared in season and out of season to reprove rebuke and encourage with every form of patient instruction 
Then he goes on to say in 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 3 for the time will come when men will not tolerate sound doctrine but with itching ears they will gather around themselves teachers to suit their own desires so they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths isn't it what exactly is happening today the sound doctrine is unable to be digested and they choose for themselves people who will tickle their ears with glad tidings saying everything will be good and god will continue to bless them abundantly making the lord god into some kind of a santa ready to give out gifts they teach it is okay to live however whichever way you want it is okay to live according to the ways of the world you can dress up any way you want you can talk in any manner you want you can follow any which way to make money essentially saying that you are free to follow all the ways of the world so jeroboam and all the people came to rehoboam on the third day and what did rehoboam say in verse 14 he said my father made your yoke heavy but i will add to it My father chastised you with whips but I will chastise you with scourges by saying these words Rehoboam destroyed the whole 10 tribes he was instrumental in opening the door for 400 years of conflict and friction among the two nations which eventually led to the destruction of the northern kingdom of Israel Thus we see Rehoboam is the second fool in the tale of two fools. If at least Rehoboam had handled the matters wisely, Jeroboam and all the people of Israel would have served him. But then we read in verse 15, the turn of events was from God that the Lord might fulfill his word which he had spoken by the hand of Ahijah the prophet. Solomon started out his life by seeking God with all of his heart and by honoring God and by and by accomplishing the tasks set out for him to honor God. Solomon started really well for the first 24 years of his reign building the house of the Lord and his own house. But then he started wandering off the path of righteousness when he chose to violate God's word. The ones closest to Solomon his wives led his heart astray from the Lord all of Solomon's wisdom his education his accomplishments and all his wealth and all his pleasures did not amount to anything because at the end of the day all he had to show for all his trouble was but a fool and even though it seems a very tragic situation Yet God somehow uses these events to carry out his eternal purpose. God owes the dark threats of Satan that he brings through disobedient people like Solomon, Rehoboam and Jeroboam into a marvelous masterpiece. This breaking up of the kingdom of Israel into Israel and Judah was the result of Solomon's sin. and the foolishness of his son Jeroboam but in some mysterious way God 
was in control of those events as well. This shows us that Satan is at continuous war against the plans of the Lord. So we too as a believer can expect Satan's cunning schemes in our lives when we choose to follow God diligently. He will try to somehow bring it into disrepair when we choose to walk earnestly in the ways of the Lord. The biggest tool that he can use is those people who are closest around us. So it is better to be watchful about the company that we keep. May God bless these words. Amen.